Welcome to the latest uh, edition of the uh, Hometime Show podcast. During the show uh, that you're about to hear, you will soon hear uh, what Bush is eating for dinner tonight because you talk about takeaways. And we'll we'll keep that back from the listener for a little bit of suspense uh, that you're going to hear through the podcast. But I thought we could have a little quick competition, Bush, to see who has eaten the least exciting things so far today. Because as I stand here talking to you, I am so hungry... And it is because all I've eaten today is a bowl of granola and a cream cheese sandwich. Oh, my word. That's that's uh, almost slide it under the jail cell door type <laughs> stuff, isn't it? Do you know exactly, what I mean? exactly. It's not been through choice. It's just been so busy. I've been all over the place. I've barely eaten. So raise my food. What have you done so far today? What, what have you consumed? Do you know what? For me today, I've had a bowl of cornflakes... Right, I've had a ham and mustard sandwich with a packet of crisps on the side, and then in some absolute fancy dannis. The point where, as I'm saying this, I'm raising my pinky finger. I had a biscoff brownie at lunchtime with a cup oh, of coffee. Oh man! Oh, I, I feel think, like a lotto winner. I think brownies, out of all the baked goods snacks, I think they've really had a good decade. Brownies. When you think back, brownies were just brownies, and now these days, the variants on brownies are amazing. In the uh, the window of Cookies and Cones, the little uh, ice cream shop, which is worryingly around the corner from us here in Leon C, they had one where they'd cut a Cadbury's cream egg in half oh. and then sunk the open kind of boat-shaped egg into the top of the brownie. And, and I was just staring at it through the window like someone out of the, uh, the 70s Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie. If it wasn't... Uh a blatant um, obliteration of COVID rules. I would drive to Leon C all the way from my home just to get a cream egg brownie. In fact, bring on the fine. I'm going to do it. <laughs> do you know what? When we were in there, someone went in for a delivery fellow came in and picked up a package. So I think you can get them and get them delivered. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be an expensive order. <laughs> 40 miles. Right, here's the podcast before we talk about more food. Sax, ellipsis, piano lato, Athena, canto. Know what they are? You're probably thinking to yourself, oh, Bush, they're probably types of pasta or something like that, or speed tempos in classical music. You know when people write music and you can't understand what it's about? It's not any of those things. Their names are flipping radiators. <laughs> they're not. I kid you not. They're stator radiators. Who the hell do radiators think they are, giving themselves <laughs> names like, like, like Italian uh, creative midfielders that you might get in Football Manager? <laughs> do you know what I mean? It, the, the Ancona graphics. <laughs> the reason I'm talking about it is we're having some work done on the house. We're getting some new radiators put in. So on the desk right here next to my computer and microphone, obviously I'm not looking and leafing through it whilst we're doing the show because I'm focusing on this, hmm. but I've got to choose new radiators. And it's, I would class that, no offence to people involved in the radiator business, plumbers, I think they're called. Uh, it's quite a boring catalogue. <laughs> uh, Richie, you've got a boring catalogue on the go as well yourself, haven't you, right we're, now? we're both suffering right now, yes. Uh, your radiators, I see your radiators, and I raise them uh, with handles for kitchen drawers and cabinets. My, my, my word. What do you think of this one? What do you think of this one? How about that one for the cabinets, but this one for the drawers? What do you, what do you think? My goodness me. I, it's, it, I feel like scales come over my eyes when I have to sort of make decisions like that kind of thing. I'd love everything just to be like brought back down to basics, like one of everything. Wouldn't that be good? You know, like <laughs> yeah. an old-fashioned USSR. I imagine they, they had this no radiator. <laughs> 
uh, like catalogues in the old USSR. There's just a radiator. Exactly. There's no different types of handles for the kitchen. There's just a handle. <laughs> I just want to see how weird and niche we can go because there's pretty much a catalogue for everything, right? If you're in a trade. So how niche can we? Maybe you just work in an industry that has an unusual catalogue. We want to know about it. Uh, Charlie says, I want to typeset a catalogue uh, of different types of cable ties. Once It was exciting as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> I, wow. A cable tie is a cable tie. Uh, it's blowing my mind that there's even a catalogue for different types. But that's that's maybe, quite incredible. Maybe it's Kidnapper Monthly. <laughs> um, Do this, you know what I mean? This tweet from uh, from Rainbow Chaser, for me, is, is quite chilling in that I feel like this could be the next one that I'm ending up looking at. Kitchen flooring catalogue. Oh, it's like The Sims gone bad. Isn't it? <laughs> I feel like Christine is kind of mind reading me. Christine says, Richie, wait till you have to choose kitchen taps. Christine, that was another thing uh-huh. that was uh, uh, decisions today. Mike, uh, a tap's a tap's a tap, surely. <laughs> Don't, do us a favour, Richie. Don't go for one of them ones that does hot water on demand. Have a, kettles are brilliant. I love kettles. In America, isn't it true that Americans don't have kettles? Is, didn't that come to light recently? They don't. They don't boil a kettle. Eight, like twelve, fifteen for American kettle confirmation, please. <laughs> because if you if you start having a tap that does hot water, you're not using your kettle anymore, and that would be sad. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Uh, Matt Carter is reading Forest magazine, uh, which is outdoor garden furniture, and it looks pretty bleak. Okay, right. I thought that was the kind of thing that uh, uh, the two Matts would be into on uh, rock and roll football at the weekend, and it's it, it's not. It's not even that interesting. Dyson and Ford would be all over that. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Let's have a chat to uh, Mark. Mark, uh, what are you uh, reading right now? Oil installer magazine. Oil installer magazine. What a beauty that is. And now, what, what is oil installing? Is that like when people have like a generator or a fuel tank in their garden? Is it one of them? Oil fired heating well, to heat their home. So it's just, it's, it's way out there. Like, it's, it's, it just, <laughs> I've been working for them for nearly 20 years now and it just gets more exciting every year, you know? What is, uh, what is the lead story, the front cover of uh, the latest edition of Oil Installer magazine? Uh, let me have a look. Hold on. Like, no, no, uh, we can we can wait. This is this a cliffhanger? Yeah. Yeah, I think they've done a bit on oil tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Go with what you know. Go play yeah. to the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. The funny thing is, I do actually get excited when we're talk- driving around and I see an oil tank. My partner thinks I'm a very sad person. <laughs> we don't, Mark. Horses for courses. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, you've got to be interested in something in life, haven't you? You have. Good fella. Thank you very much. Take care. And you. Someone suggested that he's going to be very soon looking at tap catalogues. I was saying, Richie, please don't get one of them taps that does boiling hot water. And then we went on to talk about that apparently, so we've heard, in America, they don't have kettles, but surely that can't be a thing. It's a classic home time tangent. Yes, we've started to follow it. Uh, Chris is hanging on. Uh, Chris, kettles in the States. You can give us some intel, right? Well, it's, it's not really a thing. You don't, you don't see it that much. Um, okay. You, you know, if we do a kettle, it's going to be on the hob. Um, we don't really plug them in, but it, it's it's not a tea tea country, you know. So most of the time, we're having coffee. We've got a big uh, coffee maker, so you're putting the water in on the back, and it's kind of percolating through. Um, and when I moved over here to the UK, I was very surprised with this whole concept of the kettle. So. <laughs> You know, so you so it, it, when we when we watch American TV shows and there's someone sat at a ke- kind of kitchen diner having what we think might be a cup of tea each, that person will have had to fill up a kettle, put it on the hob, 
boil it and then wait for the whistling bit, then pour it like it's exactly. like it's between the wars or something like that. Yeah. That kind of thing. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah. I guess when we think about it, the hint was there. Like in Friends, they're all sat in Central Perk. They're not waiting for the kettle to boil. <laughs> and they're drinking coffee too. I'll tell you, this whole this whole love affair you have with tea. You know, I mean, it goes. It's historical for us, but we're not really into tea so much. <laughs> All right, we you know we know you're hinting about chucking it in harbours, so let's just leave that there, sunshine. All right, All right we, we've got over it. Okay. What have you got going on this weekend uh, that would act as a little bit of a cliffhanger? Something that would make us go, oh, sounds exciting, I wonder how it's going to go. We'll call you back on Monday, see how it goes. That's what we want to hear about from you, so get in touch with us right now, 8.12.15, uh, or you can uh, tweet us uh, at Absolute Radio and tell us what you've got going on this weekend that might act as a, uh, as a bit of a weekend cliffhanger. I will tentatively put forward the most dramatic thing I've got going on this weekend, and I'm not saying this is the kind of level that we, we're necessarily going to get from uh, from you guys but I am considering Bush in giving my precious lawn its first little gentle cut of the spring There you go, that is a cliffhanger enough. Well at least builders have been uh, helping fertilise it for you whilst the building work's been going Don't on go so back to that. Don't go back to that I, I'm, I'm ruling that out, that hasn't been happening, it can't have been what are, the, what are the perils of a first mow of a lawn for a while? The perils of the first mow of a lawn are that it's too moist and it doesn't cut very well or that the blades right. are blunt and it, it harms the grass or I go too short and then you get a heavy frost and then it ruins the growth. Joe, I have never in my entire life, all my years on this planet, ever adjusted the blades on a lawnmower. Wouldn't even know what to do. Wouldn't even know what to do with it. Do you know what? You didn't need to tell me that for me to have written you down as that person. <laughs> Going back to what I said earlier on, there's just one type of lawnmower. I shouldn't be fiddling around with blade size. Leave to the experts. I'm going to chuck my own hat in the ring here for a weekend cliffhanger, Go on. right? Tonight, for the first time, and I think in about five or six years, we're going to try a Chinese takeaway. <laughs> Have you not had a Chinese takeaway for five years? Now, I, I don't mean this in a bad way, right? I don't want to cause a diplomatic scenario or situation. We've done a lot of Turkish takeaways recently. I feel like, remember back in the 80s, it was always Chinese takeaways and yeah. it was always in American movies and stuff. People having like noodles and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like all the other types of takeaway have slightly caught up with Chinese takeaway and they need to up their game. Right. So we've had a few disappointing ones. So we're going to go back and try them after like five years. So <laughs> if you run a Chinese takeaway, up your game tonight. I might be calling. <laughs> Lou has tweeted Bush with a picture uh, of uh, their garden and uh, the, the cut's obviously been done too early because it's too wet and the grass is all chewed up. I told you, this is more dramatic than you think it is. The state of her garden in that photo. What's she been doing to it? What's she cut it with? It's been cut too early. Combine harvester. It looks like a battle of the Somme. Never seen anything like it in my life. Uh, Adrian says, our daughter is going to attempt to paint the bathroom this weekend. Full hog with glossing too. Her first time doing it on her own. Let's hope the floor doesn't get it too. Almost stick up for Adrian's daughter. He's, he needs to have a little bit more faith in his daughter. I know it could go quite badly wrong, though. I am concerned <laughs> on Adrian's behalf. I'm concerned. Michelle says my hubby is going for his first dose of his vaccination this weekend. Hoping it goes well for him. Sure it will, Shell. Do you know what? I, I've seen on social media, right, there's this weird thing going on at the moment where people, have, like fellas, have been taking their top totally off to get their vaccine in their arms. <laughs> 
don't tell him not to do that. You don't need tops off. It's not. Uh, it's not. You know, skins versus shirts in PE or anything like that. This is the thing. Uh, Mr. Keir has been on Twitter. He says, uh, "Prepping the house before the decorators arrive on Monday. We've already had a disagreement about the carpets, the furniture, the bed, and she wants the TV off the wall tonight." <laughs> Uh, we are wow. after your weekend cliffhangers. 8 12 15 for your text tweets at Absolute Radio. Matt, what have you got? So my cliffhanger is the uh, car, my car is going in for an MOT tomorrow, and I've got absolutely no idea it's going to pass. Wow, so tell us what kind of car it is, and why, why aren't you 100% certain that it's going to be okay? Well, ironically, I'm actually driving it right now just to check, but it's a Jaguar SE, um, and it's not been driven for a little while. So I just wanted to make sure that it was going to be okay. So I thought just before I went out for the test drive, I was listening to you guys while the car was warming up. And uh, that's my weekend cliffhanger. I just, it hasn't been used for a little while. Okay, well, look, there's three of us on this call right now, so we should be able to make a definitive prediction. Uh, Bush, yes or no, is it going to pass? My van uh, had flat battery because I hadn't used it for ages. So I'm going to say, sorry, mate, I'm going to say fail. I'm going to go. Do I'm going to go with a a yes because it sounds like there's a decent speed of traffic flow in the background to this call right now. As Matt is hands free, <laughs> it's obviously operating fine. So I say yes. So Matt, yours is the casting vote. Thank you very much. I would like to see it will pass. I've got a baby on the way, and I'd like to save the money for that. <laughs> Wow, so you've got a child on the way, so you need this car to pass that test. I certainly do, yeah. Well, look, Matt, whilst you're, uh, your mobile's deciding to uh, uh, resign a little bit on us, uh, some good news for you, whatever happens, you're going to get a home-time face mask, and we will speak to you on Monday to find out the dramatic result. Fleur, what is your weekend cliffhanger? My weekend cliffhanger is I'm waiting to pass a kidney stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even sure I know 100% what that entails. How have you been warned about it? What happened? Tell us the story. Uh, you get a lot of pain, and then they uh, scan you, and then they tell you that you got some little stones, and that they've got to come out one way or the other, and they're coming out the other. <laughs> oh. Wow. I've... I don't think that's what uh, Blondie was thinking when she wrote that song. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't want to see the art. I don't want to see the artwork for it if that was the case. <laughs> Nor do I. Oh, Fleur, I mean, any question would be trite right now. We've just got sympathy, uh, but we will find out how it went come Monday. Trust us. Oh, yeah, no, uh, well, please do, yeah, get in contact. I'll let you know. One one, one final thing, Fleur, right? Um, My my friend John swallowed a bit of his brace when we were at school, and then he had to to prove that it had gone through his system, if you catch my drift. His mum had to go through some, endure some horrors on behalf of of finding out that she'd got the bit of this brace. Do you have to prove that it's come out, or can you just, like, say that you've seen it? I can I can say that I've seen it or I've heard it ping in the toilet. <laughs> oh, stick a song on! <laughs> so the Queen has got herself two new corgis. She hasn't had corgis for the last three years. The other one's died. But she's bought two new corgis as a treat to herself, I read today. Now, it's fair to say the Queen has a lot going on in her family at the moment. I'm not going to make any comment about any of the various incidents. But if even the Queen, after the last 12 months, can think to herself, do you know what, let's treat ourselves, I think it's fair game for any of us after the last 12 months to give ourselves a bit 
bit of a lockdown treat. And I thought it would be a good way to finish the final hour of the show tonight to find out what everybody has been treating themselves with over the last year. I would love it if the Queen got those two corgis after maybe three or four glasses of wine at like uh, midnight, winning an eBay auction, and I say you get a dog. Something like something the next morning, you're going, oh, check your PayPal account. Oh, did I buy that? That's what goes on. That's what it's been like. I think hobbies have had a real field day there, haven't they, during yes. this kind of lockdown as well. So that might be part of it. I bought myself a new watch. That is one thing I did back in June. That was a, that was a little treat to me because, like, during that first lockdown, you know, none of us were going anywhere. You're probably probably like maybe saving a little bit of money on your your commute, maybe or that kind of thing. I thought, no, that's going to be my little treat. It's been rubbish. Here's a little treat. Just what you need when you're not leaving the house for almost 12 months <laughs> yeah. is a watch that tells you what your appointments are and how many <laughs> steps you've done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for me, this is quite weird. I've bought not one, but two mouth organs. Why would one need two mouth organs? Well, I'm a big where, fan of Where are you music. playing the second? Well, I've not played any of them. This is the problem. All I've right, bought okay. two blues harps and I've not literally not played hardly any of them at all. I had these ideas of like when the ad breaks were on during this show, like trying to practice a bit of mouth organ. And I haven't done anything about it at all. So I really need to. It's, it's almost like they're shaming me because they're on the filing cabinet around the corner. So I need to start learning big time. We've got a few weeks left until you're back in the studio. I challenge you to be able to have a tune for us in three weeks time on your triumphant return. I'll give it a go. Bleeding gums bush, that's what they call me. <laughs> Claire says, I've spent £1,000 on a new sewing machine. No good reason. Wow. I've got three already that work perfectly. Just thought it would be a good substitute for happiness. And it's turned out I was right. Uh, Mandy Cooper has bought a Ninja Foodie, uh, which she says is giving her an extra chin. In fact, the Ninja Pan was the pan that I melted the spatula into and ruined <laughs> earlier on in the week in our house. Uh, Rupert's bought a greenhouse, taken ages to build. Instructions are awful, and there's only me and me dad, and I have to work as well. But hopefully I'll have fresh chilies and tomatoes by the summer. That's almost a weekend cliffhanger. We'll have to find out on Monday how he's gone. Uh, Eleanor's got quite a list for us, Bush. Gardening gloves, a Mary Berry tray baked in, a Kindle fire and some pruning shears. Wow, sounds like she's just one big on the generation game <laughs> with that kind of collection. Angie Holland says uh, she's got herself, and I've never heard of this before, a monthly subscription to Posh Perfumes. Can you get Ooh. perfumes as a subscription? Didn't know this was a thing. Mark has gone uh, full-on midlife crisis. That's his description. And has attached a picture of uh, brand-new DJ decks and laptop. He's, he's, coming for our, he's coming for our live 80s versus 90s gigs, Bush. Hey, you, you watch it, sunshine. When we finally get going again on them, you better back off. <laughs> uh, Leanne Hughes says, uh, I've bought a guitar that I'm yet to learn, but I am pleased with the Joe Exotic canvas that I Ooh. bought. My best purchase. There's some unbelievable stuff on our Facebook page this evening that you guys have been sending in. Uh, Mark Cannon uh, sent in a photo of a signed and framed Ian Wright Arsenal shirt that he's just bought. Wow. Of course Mark Cannon is always going to be a gooner. If you've got a surname Cannon, you've got to support the Gunners. <laughs> I see what he's done there. I like that, Mark. Uh, Bush, you said you'd bought two mouth organs. You could do a duet with Samuel, who has bought a banjo. We'll get a band together. So another episode of the Hometime Show podcast done and dusted. Uh, we are going to talk food once again. So you did tell us during the show today that you are going to have your first Chinese takeaway in, in over five years. We've heard the ostentatious food that you've already eaten today. After a five-year wait, what will your order be tonight? 
I do realise the more I'm talking about what I've eaten today, I feel like I, I might be latter day Elvis Presley with me <laughs> Biscoff brownies and Chinese takeaways. I'm not going to recognise you when you come in in three weeks' time. <laughs> No, imagine that. Oh, he's, he's carrying a bit now, isn't he, Andy? <laughs> Look, I think I might go for, and this, I know this is this is low-level Chinese takeaway, but I, I absolutely love, what are those, is it like pork balls? Yeah. Chicken balls, what yeah. are they called? Yeah, Pr- well, prawn balls you can get. That sounds painful. <laughs> I think I might go for them. <laughs> and that's it? That, yeah, them and some like rice or something. I haven't thought this through. I don't know. I haven't got a proper order. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm worried for now. you. After five years, you're gonna, they're going to pick up and you're just going to be quaking down the phone. All I can name is different flavoured balls. It's not going to pan out well. You don't even know what type of balls you want. <laughs> no. Story of my life. <laughs>